communicate clearly, communicate strongly, use strong language, and you will be seen as management material. It's okay to be the bossy girl as long as you care, as long as you're clear, as long as you are humble and you can take other people's advice, as long as you welcome and ask for other people's opinions. It's okay to be clear and communicative. That's what managers are. Welcome to Management Material. My name is Katherine Vanderlaan. I started my career at the bottom as an assistant and worked my way up to become the boss's boss in eight years. And man, I love management. If there's anything I've learned, it's that what got you to where you are now won't get you to where you want to be. This is a podcast for top performers who also want to be amazing managers. I've coached lots of talented people into their dream jobs as managers. I challenge the way they see the world and say what they don't necessarily want to hear. You see, management is all about leadership. The best managers were leaders long before they had any direct reports. Management material is all about getting you from where you are now to that coveted seat in the corner office. Let's turn you into management material. Welcome to Management Material Episode 40. Use strong language, not weak language, to become a manager. You say that five times fast. Uh, The first few times I said it, I said weak language. (laughs) Anyway, so first, if you are a longtime listener, I apologize for the accidental one-week hiatus here. I feel like I'm apologizing a lot recently, but I ended up getting covid And I don't know if you know very much about this current variant, but it lands in your throat and it took my voice away for a little bit. It hurt to speak and I still have a bit of a sore throat. So you might be hearing a little bit of congestion and some sore throat. It also kind of laid me out for a little bit. I was pretty horizontal there for a little while. So thank God that I'm better. My family is better. I don't think we gave it to anyone. We got it from... Well, doesn't really matter, but everyone's okay. And my kids are doing fine. My husband's doing fine. So we're back to relative normal right now. And hopefully the schools don't shut down anytime soon, but we'll see. Anyway, in this episode, I would like to talk about using strong language, what that looks like, what it doesn't look like, and why it matters. Let's rewind. Let's go back to 2013, back when Lean In by Sheryl Sandberg first came out. I was a couple of years into my professional career and I desperately wanted to be promoted. I really did. I was sick of being a project manager. Sorry, project managers out there, but I was a terrible project manager and I really didn't enjoy it. So I wanted to be promoted. I wanted to get to the next thing. My forte was strategy and I needed to prove myself, right? So I don't know about you, but weak language was drilled into me from a young age. Instead of saying, we should do this, I would say something like, I think maybe we should do this. And one day in 2013, my boss and mentor at the time pulled me aside and gave me lean in. She told me the potential she saw in my work and my attitude, how I could maybe one day be a manager if I wanted to be, and heck, maybe even a vice president or managing director, and how a few unconscious or or subconscious things I was doing 
were holding me back. She wanted to point out my blind spots and the things that I didn't know that I was doing wrong, which is what I'm doing now with you. So this may or may not be your issue, but let me just open your eyes a little bit to the issue at hand and how you can figure out if this is your issue. Now, as a side note, if you are looking for a mentor, find one. Finding a mentor who will point out your particular blind spots is essential to becoming a manager. You know, this manager gave me the kind of feedback I've been craving. She she didn't actually know it, but but I wanted to be a CEO or a managing partner, which I am right now. I wanted to run the show. I wanted to be in charge of thousands of jobs, and I wanted to be in charge of the strategy that kept people employed. I already had in my head how I wanted to run a company, and I'm very excited to be doing that now. Now, I don't employ thousands of people, but but maybe I'll get there. That's what I'm working toward. So I'm forever grateful to this lesson that she taught me. And I'm also going to tell you, I'm not going to give you a synopsis of the book of Lean In, but I am going to tell you about strong language and weak language. I'm going to tell you now about language that holds you back from management and language that brings you closer to the corner office. Also going to tell you, I'm telling you right now, it matters. Language matters. Language is all about communication, perception, and coming to a clear understanding from both sides of the conversation. The words you use show your intention, your confidence, your drive, your motivation, and your care about the topic, about the people. We talk about that a lot. Show how you care. Your words communicate a lot more than most people realize. Your words matter. So let's really get into it. When you use weak words or you kneecap your sentences, and we'll talk about that, people notice either subconsciously or consciously, and they treat you as someone who's not confident and doesn't deserve to be a people manager. When you use weak language, other people who hear it treat you like someone who isn't sure of yourself even though maybe you were, or perhaps you were trying to be polite. They treat you the way that your words ask to be treated. They treat you like someone who didn't do the work that you did, even though you're the resident expert in the room. Your words matter. Use strong words and people will respect your strength of character. Use strong words and your point of view will be valued more often. So what does it actually mean to use strong words and not weak words? Here, let's get to the point. There are words to avoid and words to start using. Let's go into words to avoid first. So this might be the hardest part for you if you're used to using these words, because I don't know about you, but as a woman, I have been told my entire life to be unassuming, to be kind, to be gentle, to be tactful and and ease people into things. I was told that I was a bossy kid, that I was too self-confident, I was too sure of myself. People didn't like me because I used absolutes or I told people what to do. And you kind of need to, well, I just did it there. You're going to hear that in a second. You need to reverse that. If you want to become a manager, you need to start using those strong words again. Or if you were socialized early, 
maybe for the first time. So listen to the difference between these two sentences. I kind of went through the data and I just think that we should pay attention to this trend over here or listen to this. I examined the data and we should pay close attention to this trend. You see the difference? Well, you kneecapped your sentences at the beginning. The first sentence was kneecapped. I kind of went through the data. No, you didn't kind of go through the data. You went through the data. And then also, I just think, you don't just think. You, <laughs> you don't just think. Say it more strongly. We should pay attention to. Not, I just think that maybe we should pay attention to. Who cares? Who cares if that's just what you think and that maybe we should do it? No, say it strongly. We should pay close attention to. Say it like you mean it. Okay. (laughs) So listening to those two sentences, who would you listen to? Who would you promote? Would you listen to the person who kind of maybe went through the data? Or would you listen to the person who examined the data closely? Would you listen to the person who says, I think that maybe we should pay attention to, or would you listen to the person who says, we should pay close attention to? Don't kneecap your sentences. Don't give away your authority. Say it strongly and you'll be listened to. Say it strongly and you'll be a manager. Based on that example, here are a few phrases to kick out of your lexicon, to kick out of your vocabulary. Just. Just is a word that is a qualifier in a sentence. Like, I just want to put this idea by you. It makes it sound like you're either asking for a little thing or you're undervaluing the work that you do. If you undervalue yourself, so will others. So stop undervaluing your work. Stop undervaluing what you're asking for and other people will stop undervaluing you. I did something crazy. Want to hear? Instead of completing the Aspiring Managers course, I started creating a course called the Promotion Handbook because I realized most of the people that I talked to wanted to get to the next promotion and didn't necessarily want that promotion to be a manager level. So if you are looking to get to the next promotion within your company, Take the quiz below and apply to be a free beta tester for my next course, the Promotion Handbook. I will only take the first five people who apply and are accepted to be beta testers for the Promotion Handbook course. In exchange, I'm asking you to please review every single chapter or every single lesson and tell me what could be improved in the lesson and the activities. I'm looking forward to finding the first five free course takers for the promotion handbook. This is only for people who want to get to the next promotion in their current companies. Sign up at the link in this podcast episode description. Here's another one apologizing. That's something that a lot of women do. And and I've heard it from a lot of men too. Apologizing or saying something like, I'm sorry to bother you, but guys, managers don't apologize for taking somebody else's time. 
Managers ask for what they need without apologizing for their existence. So don't apologize for needing something or for asking for something. You're not sorry unless, well, unless you genuinely are sorry and you're apologizing for something you did wrong, but don't be sorry for taking up someone else's time when you need it. Along that same line is, I don't want to bother you, but that's pre-apologizing. And boy, am I guilty of that. I used to say that all the time and I still do. It sneaks right in. I don't want to bother you, but stop it. Ask for what you need without qualifying and without pre-apologizing. What do you think about when someone says, I hope that's okay? I don't know about you, but I start to feel like I'm in charge when someone asks for permission. So when somebody comes up to me and they say, I hope it's okay if we did this, well, guess who thinks I'm in charge now? I do. I start to think that I'm in charge when somebody asks if something's okay. My kids ask me if things are okay and I get annoyed at them. I'm in charge there. I know I am. But stop asking if things are okay. If you're in charge of a project or if you don't report to or that other person is not in charge of things, don't ask like they are. Managers don't give away their authority unless it is for the benefit of the company. So don't give away your authority when you have it. It makes it sound like you don't want the authority. Let's move on to another one. What about the difference between these two phrases? The report needs to be submitted by all project managers by Friday at 5 p.m. Sounds pretty good, right? How about this one? All project managers need to submit their reports by Friday at 5 p.m. Oh, that one sounds really similar. So what's the difference? Why is this one in here and why is it so important? It might seem subtle, but putting the active person in the active part, the part, the piece of the sentence that is doing the activity keeps people more accountable and it sounds a lot stronger to the listener. So if I went and in an email or in an announcement, I said something like, the reports need to be submitted by all project managers by Friday at 5 p.m. Well, really, the reports are in the active part of that sentence. Are reports writing themselves? No, I don't think so. So reports needing to be submitted holds nobody accountable, really. The second sentence, all project managers need to submit their reports by Friday at 5 p.m. holds the project managers accountable. That is stronger language. That is one thing to start doing. Stop giving people a way out and a way out of their responsibilities and start putting people in the active part of their roles and the active part of accountability. Part of a manager is holding people accountable to the tasks that they need to do. So start doing that and people will start thinking that you're management material. So, okay, we have discussed a few different things to avoid, a few different sayings to avoid. Just, is that okay? Kind of. Apologizing, I'm sorry to bother you. Things like that. Those are all phrases to avoid if you want to be seen as management material. And one big thing to start doing is to start being a lot more direct. All project managers need to submit their reports by Friday at 5 p.m. And in the same line of thinking, in terms of being more direct and holding people accountable, 
as you're communicating, start putting your point closer to the beginning. If you bury your action items near the end of an email, instead of putting them at the top of an email, you are not holding people accountable and you're not being clear. How many people here, raise your hand, how many people here skim emails to get to the point? Me, I'm raising my hand. You can't see it, but I am. I'm raising my hand. Do I read the whole email? Probably. I actually do read the whole email, but do I read the whole email first? No, I want to know the point before I dedicate my time to read the whole email. So as a manager, as somebody who's managed a large group of dozens of people, as somebody who had way too many things to do and was trying very hard to not be a workaholic, trying really hard, and this is another one of my podcast episodes, to get my time back down to 40 hours a week and then down to 35 hours a week and sometimes down to 30 hours a week so that I could have time for more projects. I wanted to know the point first. So my favorite emails were the emails where the point and the action items were right at the top. Communicate clearly, communicate strongly, use strong language, and you will be seen as management material. It's okay to be the bossy girl as long as you care as long as you're clear, as long as you are humble and you can take other people's advice, as long as you welcome and ask for other people's opinions, it's okay to be clear and communicative. That's what managers are. Now, I am going to cushion this a little bit. I know that was a, that might have been hard and might have been a little harsh. Let's cushion it with, I understand how harsh that is. I understand how difficult this is. I have also been socialized to be nice, to be friendly, to be tactful, to make sure that my words aren't hurting people. But you know what? Being kind doesn't need to be contrary or doesn't mean need to mean that you're not holding people accountable. Being kind doesn't mean that you aren't being clear. You can be clear and kind. You can be to the point and kind. You can be communicative and kind. You can be all of the things that you want to be. You can hold your character close to you and not let any part of it go and still be a clear, communicative communicator. I know it's redundant. You can be a strong communicator. You can be management material and still be a nice person and still be tactful in how you speak. The two tensions that you need to hold between, you know, hold together as you're doing this. So you need to use strong language and be clear and to the point while you are caring about the other person, the person you're communicating to. Caring doesn't mean that you cushion things so much that they don't get the point. Caring means that you understand, you empathize with them. You understand where they're coming from. You want them to keep improving, to keep doing well, and you're listening to them. So keep that in mind, care while you communicate, but make sure you're using strong language and not weak language. Make sure you're being clear instead of, you know, having too fluffy language and and not getting to the point. Do all of those things and it'll take some practice. It'll take some time. It might take months, but keep it in mind. Do all of those things and you will be seen 
as management material. Now start today, start this week, start in your email, start in your Slack messages, start in your face-to-face communication, start in your reports and your projects and in your presentations, and you'll see a big difference. You'll see a huge difference in how people receive you, how people listen to your ideas, and you will be seen or you'll start to be seen, or maybe finish being seen, you'll you'll continue to be seen as management material. All right, I hope this helped. Go ahead and, and write back to me. You can get to me at katherine.vanderlawn with the two A's at the end in a row at saverstreet.com. Write to me, tell me if this helped you, tell me how you're progressing in your management career. I am very excited to see you all become great managers to get to your management career and to improve continually. All right. Talk to you soon. I hope everybody stays safe. And if you do have a chance, please let me know how this podcast has affected you. It keeps me going and I love getting your feedback. All right. Talk to you soon, guys. See you later. Thank you for listening to Management Material. If you like what you're listening to, please rate us on iTunes. I track those ratings like I tracked my GPA in college. And let me know what else you want to hear about. I'm an open book. I can't wait to see you in the next episode.